Good morning. Um, my name is Anne. I'm married to John, and um, Cole is my son. He works in the sound booth. I'm so blessed by them. The they both love Jesus and um, are great examples to me. I um, have been uh, anticipating this day for a while, several months, and uh, I don't love to speak up in front. Um, shocking, I'm sure. Um, and I was thinking this morning when that started, and I pinpointed um, to when I was eight years old, my first year in 4-H, 4-H um, speech contest, and I memorized my speech. I got up, I gave my speech, and I won a trophy. So great. Next year, had a new speech, pretty confident, about ready to go up, and one of my club members was a, a young boy with red hair and freckles and said, uh, you won last year? And I said, yeah. And he said, you'll never win again. That was beginner's luck, and you're going to choke for the rest of your life. So I pinpoint it to that. Um, I knew about Christ uh, or Jesus at a young age. Um, Bible stories, Sunday school. I went to vacation Bible school with my friends. Um, it wasn't something where we were a family that was in church every time the doors were open, but um, I would go to church with my grandmothers. My mom would take us to church some. My dad never went. Um, it was something that wasn't a big part of our family life, but there was no animosity towards that. Um, my parents and, and um, my family was a, was a well-respected moral family, but that really wasn't something that I really knew a lot about as far as um, the Bible and kind of deeper theology. But I, I loved Jesus. I loved hearing the stories. I loved, my, my opinion was that he liked kids, that he uh, did a lot of good things with kids, and uh, I loved him as a young child. When I was 10, my, um, my mom had taken my older brother uh, to a friend's house, and they had an uh, older son that was maybe in college. I don't know if he was in Bible college or just regular college, but she specifically wanted my brother to talk to this young man and, um, and to learn about Jesus and to, to have the gospel um, presented to him. And I went along because I have two younger brothers, and I needed to take care of them. And on the way home, uh, my, bro my older brother that had heard the gospel um, was recounting it to my mom. And I, I just believed. Huh. And when I was a teenager... Um, I started dating this boy that his family, all of his family went to church. His grandma was in the same church. Um, they were at church whenever the doors were open. And um, on Sundays that I wasn't working, I would go to church with them, and I loved it. Um, and it was there that I started to hear more about Jesus as being personal, um, uh, just more deeper teaching. I hadn't had that. You know, I, I, I can pinpoint 10 years old as when I believed, but um, I hadn't had that kind of deeper um, scripture teaching and things like that. 
Um, so that was really a big time in my life of just growing. Um, when I went to college, I, was, I went to a college in Kansas for two years, and uh, I knew nobody there, and that was on purpose. I was really excited to go somewhere else and be somewhere where not everybody knew me um, and just kind of you know, make some new friends and see some new things. Um, and one day, there were a couple of girls uh, with a campus ministry that were just cold knocking on doors. And they came to my door, and they asked me three questions. They said, if you died today, would you go to heaven? And I said, yes. And their second question was, why do you think you would go to heaven? And my answer really revealed the shallowness of my theology at the time. And I said, um, because I really feel like I try to be good. And most of the time, I do good things. And I think I do more good things than bad things. And they're, if they'd had a buzzer, it'd been like, wrong answer. Um, they, and their third question was, will you come to a Bible study? And so that was my first Bible study. And they lived on my floor. It was right down the hall. I was super nervous about it. But we'd studied Ephesians. And in Ephesians... Um, it's just down from the, what Amy read this morning. I had this marked, so this would go smoothly. And Ephesians 2, 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. And that was really big for me to understand and to learn at that time and a switch in my theology. I'm so glad that my salvation is not based on me and how I act and what I say and what I think. That is just so freeing. Um, so that was a really big thing. Transferred to UNL to finish up my degree. John was there. We got married. Um, before we were out of college, we're involved in a church, a church that had a lot of young couples that really poured into us. Um, Bible studies and church softball league, which was wonderful. Um, we went to a little church in the middle of Lincoln, and the pastor um, did a series on baptism. And I had been baptized as a baby, but I, I, I really felt that I should get baptized. Um, but in that church, he made them come up front and give their testimony into a microphone before they dunked them in the tank in front of everybody. And I just decided, no, I don't, I don't think I'd have to. Um, we graduated college, moved out to just south of North Platte on a ranch, and we were ready to start a family and just had great neighbors, and um, it was just a really great time, but we were not able to get pregnant. Um, and so years go by, and, and when you have infertility, the, the years are marked disappointing month by disappointing month. And um, it, we, explored infertility options as much as we could as far as we had decided we were going to go with that and then decided we were going to look into adoption. Um, during this time, we went to church. 
uh, Christian radio really became big to me. We didn't have a great TV. Um, my friend was a Christian that lived just on the neighboring south ranch south of us. She would share, her, we both loved to read, she would share books with me and they are Christian fiction. Um, just, just examples, just almost like just soaking in examples of um, faith all around. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, we put in our application for adoption and God just worked miraculously. And nine months later, we were picking, excuse me, <clears throat> we were picking coal up from the hospital. Um, that doesn't happen that way, um, that fast. Uh, it's just such a, such a wonderful time. One day, um, Cole was probably two or three, um, just loving our life, um, loving being parents, loving ranching, uh, all of that. And I, I just happened to mention to John, um, I think this church that we were going to then was also doing a series on baptism. And I said, do you think I should be baptized? And he said, yeah, what, why? What are you thinking about? And I said, well, I just wonder, you know, if I should be baptized. And, and he said, well, you know, how often do you think about it? He knew that when we were in Lincoln that... I kind of felt like I should be baptized there. And he said, well, how often do you think about it? And I said, oh, you know, maybe every day. <laughs> and he said, get it done. So there wasn't really a big conversation. I was just, I needed to get it done. And it's true. I needed to get it done. I really, um, I wanted to do it, but I really felt shamed that I hadn't been obedient at the time when I was first prompted and so I called, um, I called the pastor of the little country church that I would go to church with my boyfriend, now husband, when we were in high school, and I asked him if they were going to do a baptism, and they actually had one coming up. They were going to do it in the river, and he said he would baptize me, but he wanted to meet with me first. Um, so it was just very casual. He had known us for a long time, and it was great to catch up with him. Um, and during that meeting, I know for a fact that I asked, am I going to have to stand up in front of the church and give a testimony? And he said, no. So I'm in. And we came, and we went to the river, and there were two of us being baptized. I went first, and I got down into the river, and there are a lot of people that I loved, that had loved us and loved my husband even longer, were up on the bank, and he said, the pastor turned to me and he said, Anne, would you please give a testimony to these people? And what do you do? So I did. I had to yell it because there was no microphone, but, um, and then he baptized me, and, and um, I just think about that as so much of God's patience and grace to me. Um, I, I didn't feel ashamed. It was such a wonderful thing to be able to go back to that church where I first started to learn how personal Jesus could be um, with those people that had poured into us and um, be able to be obedient there. So I just thought, okay, well, that's, that's done. God isn't really going to ask me to do anything else. 
And then, like, right away, one of my mom's friends asked if I would come and talk about um, how we went through the adoption process and how we ended up with Cole. And, and it's its own testimony. It really is. And it's hard to tell, and it's, it's good to tell, but it's hard to tell. Um, and I cry every time, and I hate that I cry every time. And the only thing worse than crying in front of people is crying in front of people with a microphone up to your mouth. <laughs> so um, I did that, and um, I know that I get really nervous, so I asked my friend that was on the neighboring ranch south of us, she's a wonderful singer, and I said, could you just come and kind of be the singer? And then I'll just sort of come up, do my thing, and then you'll come up when I start crying, and you can sing again. And she did that, and honestly, it was, it was really nice. Um, I did terrible, but um, it was so nice to be able to, to tell that. And, and I just thought, oh, that's, God's so good, and he's probably not going to ask me to do anything else. For two years, over the next two years, she and I traveled and did that like 29 times. And I cried every time. Um, but it was so, so good when I look back. Uh, we moved up here during that time. And that story is all about trusting God and his plans. Um, we weren't planning to leave where we were. Um, I didn't want to move away from my good friend, you know, five hours away. Um, we didn't know anybody here. We didn't have a church here. We had, we were good there, you know, but um, this was such a great opportunity and um, such a blessing to be able to come up here. And during that time of coming up here, um, I had one, a very good reason to continue to get together with my friend. And two, um, I kept testifying to myself that I can trust God. And that was really important. This church was um, just one of the first churches we visited and just welcomed us. And there were two couples that just really poured into us. Um, there were more people than that. But, like, we did Bible study with them. Their kids babysat Cole. They, whatever. We were part of their family, and we just loved Shadron right away. It was such a good move. I would never have done it had someone say, do you want to move? I would say, no, I do not want to move. So um, that was really an important time, too. Serving has been super important since then. Um, I'll tell you, I... I kind of first sort of marked this out by decades because about every decade I learned something. I was kind of a slow person to learn things. Um, and, you know, I learned about Jesus. I learned to trust him. I learned to believe in him. I learned to obey him. And that next decade that came, um, I needed all of those because we just had, it just seems like funeral after funeral. Um, I, my youngest brother... Um, a very good childhood friend that I went to VBS with all the time, um, a very good college-age friend that introduced me to Sandy Patty concerts and Amy Grant and all those names that you young people don't probably know. Um, but, um, and then my dad. Um, it was just such a 
grief upon grief upon grief and no time to grieve the latest one. Um, I needed to be reminded, have God remind me that he is good and that he's trustworthy and that, um, that I can trust him with all things, even things that are bad. And so um, that was really a big, I'm so happy that I had the Lord during that time. Ephesians, uh, the same chapter in 2.10, talks about, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him, in them. Um, serving in this church has been a joy. Um, being able to serve in some of those ministries that really were so important to my salvation walk or to my walk, um, it's just a full circle moment, and I love it. I love Awanas. I love Sunday school. I love nursery. I love BBS. I love, I love all of it. Um, so that has been um, really such a blessing. And when I think back to where I came from, not even knowing what Awana is, not even knowing that um, the basics of, of how to teach Sunday school or, or thinking that I could ever even know enough to maybe teach some theology, um, it's just, it's God. He did it all, and I'm so thankful for that, and I'm so thankful for you. Thank you, Anne. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate. Celebrate together, together with communion. So what I want you to do, um, well, let me, let me read a passage. Uh, this is what we're celebrating. We're celebrating that God has made us his children through Christ and through his blood and his sacrifice and his death and his burial and his resurrection. So this is, again, Galatians 4, 4. It says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Jesus did that by his body being broken for you. Jesus did that by his blood being shed for you. He took on your sin for you so that you can be a child of God. Now, when we partake of the Lord's Supper, when we eat the bread, we're remembering. Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he said, this is my body. And what he meant was, this, I want you to think about my body being broken for you every time you take this together. You remember, I died for you so that you might be made a child of God. And he took the cup in the same way and he said, this, this is my blood, this is the blood of the new covenant. Like his blood being shed so that we can be brought back into a relationship with God, a covenant relationship with God forever. And so when we do this in a few moments, when you eat this bread and you drink this juice, I want you to remember Jesus died for me. That's what we're going to do together. If you're not a member, you're still welcome to do this. If you are a Christian, if you're truly believing in Jesus Christ as your Savior today. If you're not 
truly believing Jesus Christ, or if you are not walking with God, like if it's not real for you, then I would suggest, I, I, would, I would encourage you not to, not to partake of the Lord's Supper. Instead, to, 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 to repent and to come to Christ and believe in him. So maybe it would be best for you to observe, but if you are in Christ, then I encourage you to partake of the Lord's Supper. Now I'm going to pray in a moment. What I'd encourage you to do is come to the back or the, go to the back or to the front and take some elements. There's bread and there's juice. And take it back to your seat and do not take it. Do not eat it. Hold it for a few moments. Okay? And then I'll come and I'll, I'll, I'll lead us in the next step. So uh, let's do that now. So I'm going to pray, and then you're welcome to come to the front or to the back. Grab the elements, go back to your seat, and just wait a moment. Father, you are so good to us. You're so good to Anne. You're so good to us. You've made us your children through Christ. You love us. You care for us. You're trustworthy. You're good. You sent your son for us so that we might be made your sons and daughters. Lord, we give you praise and we remember, we remember your work, Lord Jesus, that you did on the cross for us that day so that we might forever be your children, the children of God. We do this with thanks and we do this with worship. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen.